Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hey everyone, welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm really excited to have one of the most important people who helped me make this podcast possible, um, Tiffany Mason, and she's going to talk with us some about starting your own podcast. So give us a little bit of a brag intro, like tell us about who you are and why you're awesome. Okay. Well, my company is Virtually You. And I focus mostly on podcast management. So I'm helping everybody go from, um, you know, every aspect of of creating a podcast and giving people some of their time back. So that's one of the things that people really notice as they start their podcast. They're like, wait a minute, this takes a lot of time. So usually people hand that off to me. I'm more than excited to do it. When I started my business, I was like, okay, editing is probably the one thing I won't do because it seems like the most overwhelming or whatever. No, it turns out that's one of my favorite things to do. So people give me their episode. I listen to it, try to take out all the misspeaks or maybe mouth sounds, or if they say like, um, uh, whatever too much and make it so it's an awesome episode that people want to listen to. So they have a good listening experience and they come back for another episode. Yeah. And you yourself have a podcast. Um, how did you get into the podcast biz as the passion? Well, um, so I started listening to podcasts a while ago to JJ Virgin. She's a celebrity, uh, health coach. And so I was just really intrigued by her story. Her son actually had a traumatic brain injury. He was um, a hit and run and the car just left him. And so she came out, he was just simply, he was 16. He was going to get the mail and um, she had all this advice on things to do to help brain functionality and just help overall. And that was kind of my first podcast that really got me sucked in. And then I was listening, listening, listening. And then I actually took this really cool business program and it was talking about following your passions and what do you, what, what lights you up? And so that's one of the things that lit me up was really podcasts and just all the information that's out there for somebody to obtain. It's free to all of us. There's so many experts sharing their expertise with everybody, giving tips and tricks and try this, try that, you know, and motivation and just so much. There's just a plethora of information out there. Um, And podcasts are really becoming the thing. So I knew that it was a, a category that was on its way up and people were really needing help with editing and getting their podcasts ready. So I just took my love of listening to podcasts and melded it with the love of, you know, managing it and helping people out. Yeah, I love that because, you know, I'm all about some pleasure-based business. And that's (laughs) what I sort of found being a psychologist was like, I loved helping people, but there was a lot of aspects of the job that kind of burned me out. And so, you know, coaching just had like sort of an effervescence around it. And so I love that you picked um, the subject that you like podcasts and you're still like in a helping role and, you know, just like really going with your pleasure. And that was definitely one of the reasons why I decided to hire you was because um, 
I knew that I would get like burned out by the editing and I didn't necessarily have the time for it. And I think that's where a lot of business owners go wrong is (laughs) you need to hire to your weaknesses. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just like to pay people to do the things so you can stay in your pleasure because like then you're so much more effective. Um, So like, tell us a little bit about like, you know, a lot of people think, and I know this kept me from doing a podcast for a while, that it's like too hard, you know, and I love, you've been such a a little cheerleader along the way being like, remember, (laughs) this is supposed to be fun. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, don't stress out. It's so funny in coaching because like a lot of times we have these barriers where we think it's about like this thing isn't working or it's too hard or it's a technology thing when really it's just like, we're in the middle of like a huge up level. (laughs) So like, tell us a little bit about, you know, do you think it's a myth that, that podcasting is hard? I do think it's a myth and really the reason why, so there's, there's two types of podcasts. There's a, a lead magnet, which is kind of how you're using your podcast. And there's a passion project, which is how I use mine. Mine is really based solely around my passion for music. I love music. Music lights me up. I love talking about it. It's just a guilty pleasure. But then there's other people that, you know, you have this path and these goals for your business and you think, okay, how do I drive more, more business? How do I get more people to my website? How do I get more people listening to what I have to say? How do I prove that I know what I'm talking about? You know, cause you have your friends that are um, saying, you know, oh, go try this place out, go try this person out, try that clinic out. You know, there's so much information. You don't know who you can really trust. Um, and it's proven that we buy from people that we know, like, and trust. So through the podcast, a lot of people are gaining that access to their ears to say, hey, I'm a real person. I have legit stuff to offer. Would you like to work with me? So why I don't think it's difficult is because you're talking about your passion. So you choose. You get to choose so many aspects of your podcast too. You choose. Is it once a month? Is it once a week? Or you get to choose. Is it one hour? Is it a half an hour? You know, I think that's what, what, why I like mine so much is because I just do it for 15 to 25 minutes, somewhere in there. And people talk about a song that they love. I get to dish with them and you know, then it's over. So I just think that podcasting is easy in the respect that, um, you know, the, the content itself, easy peasy. Now the other pieces either a hire them out or Google it till you make it. That's my little phrase, you know, Google it till you make it. If you can't figure it out, there's somewhere online that can help you figure it out. Yeah, it's amazing with the age of information, you know, and, and I definitely have been to watch people's podcasts where like, even if I never work with that person, like they have proven their expertise and they like changed my life because the depth is so huge, you know, like, so like compared to like a Facebook live or something like that, where like, maybe you catch one, you know, maybe you really like to listen to this person. It's different than like sequentially listening to episodes that just go like deeper and deeper into it. And I know for me, um, I grew up like watching talk shows with my mom, like Oprah <laughs> and Phil Donahue and Ricky Lake and Sally, Je- Sally Jesse Raphael. And uh, it's like my talk show fantasy. Like, <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love working with people in groups and, you know, doing individual sessions, but there's something about the talk show vibe that just feels like really fun and um, easy and just, uh, I love getting to know people. So to have like a different person's story each time is just like, it, it, it supplies like my need for like novelty and just like novelty and depth, you know, it's like this kind of interesting paradox. 
So like I went to the She Podcast Conference, which I highly recommend for anyone considering um, doing a podcast. And it was a great sort of um, intro, amazing women podcasters, which it's like a small um, curated group. Although obviously with COVID, like the podcast scene has like exploded. <laughs> since yes. I'm stuck at home. But can you tell us a little bit why about why it's like such a great strategy? Because it really is still sort of, you know, it's been around, it's like a newer, less saturated um, field, right? It's definitely less saturated. So there's like um, 8 million or something YouTube channels, and there's only 1 million podcasts, but only 850 of those are actually active. There's something known as the podcast fade. So it's usually around seven episodes. People do it and they've run out of their really important things to say. And they're like, okay, I don't really know. I mean, I guess that was kind of fun. And they just kind of let it go. Why I think it's a great avenue now is, you know, we're such in this binge phase, right? Like, what are you binging on Netflix? What are you binging on Hulu? You know, so people can binge on your podcast as well. When people launch their podcast, I always say launch with two or three episodes at least because you want someone to really dive into all of your nuggets that you are offering and go, wow, I can't wait till next week. The other thing that's great is when you subscribe to whatever podcast you're really enjoying, mostly the Divine Feminine Revolution. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> those episodes will automatically do- download for you and they're waiting for you. They're just taunting you. They're like, I'm here. I'm here. Got a free- couple of free minutes. Tune in. Come listen. <laughs> so I do like it for that respect. Um, and then just the mobility of it. So people are doing it while they're walking, they're doing it while they're working out, they're doing it while they're driving in the car, they're commuting somewhere. I know a couple of people that I've talked to about um, that are going to start their their um, podcast, they've talked about how they got addicted because they were on a car trip and they just were like, okay, I'm going to load up on podcasts and I'm going to go. Or some people in the airplane. So I just think that the mobility of how you can get your, your information out there and then, you know, your friend is recommending it, you're your neighbor is starting one, you know, your favorite psychologist is starting one. So I think that it's a great avenue just to get information easily accessible and you can have it wherever you are. Yeah. And I know for me, like I spent at least an hour or two in the car and that's where I really got hooked into podcasts and it, it like it, you know, with a live or something like that or Instagram or even a YouTube video, um, you know, I thought that when I started a YouTube channel, it was like one of those podcast flops. Like I didn't stick with it. Although we are going to start a Divine Feminine Revolution podcast YouTube channel. So that's coming soon um, for the video recordings. I'm going to upload those. Um, but, you know, like YouTube, you have to do like the cover shot. Like there's just like some editing, you know, the people that have really successful channels, like there's a lot that goes into it. And so I think there's something powerful. I mean, that's like when the um, when our podcast went live. It was so different because I had done these like face-to-face interviews via video to grab the recording, but then to like have the faces and the visuals disappear and just have the voices, there's something like so mesmerizing and captivating <laughs> and kind of like intellectual to that old school, like no video, just sort of like radio almost, you know, vibe to it. I kind of had that experience uh, last Sunday, I think, with a football game. The football game was in, on in the car, and we were listening to it, and I was like, man, 
this is what it used to be like. Like you really had to pay attention. Like they're on this yard line, they're on this yard line, this player passed it off to this player. And it's kind of the same thing when you're listening to the podcast, because it's just the words of those people. You're not distracted by, oh, she's super pretty, or she has this weird tick, or he's talking, whatever. You know, you, you just really are paying attention just to the words, just to the meat, the content of what these people have to say. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, back in my early therapist days, I would do these like crisis line calls. And this was like pre like telemedicine and video and all that stuff where like you would just answer the phone in the middle of the night. And like, I would have these like deep, like existential, like some of the most like powerful conversations I've ever had, like in the middle of the night with a stranger, essentially, like during a crisis moment. And I feel like this <laughs> is like a little bit like that. It's like so deep in a certain way. And, you know, in our society now, we're like so overstimulated with notifications and so many forms of media. Like, I think it's just like, um, yeah, like a deeper intellectual kind of like simpler version of it. Um, and I know from the people that I've binge watched, I immediately wanted to hire them. So I know it is like <laughs> um, an experience where you got to see the person um, in kind of, I think a more intimate frame, whether they're just sort of talking just themselves or whether they're interviewing people it's a little different than just like riffing on a live where you have the interaction of the people comments or whatever it's just like there's something just really deep to it and from what I've heard like the podcast listeners are the most loyal customers and listeners because like you said it like gets downloaded to your phone the episodes are waiting people can binge watch so, um, you know, a lot of times in the coaching communities, they talk about social media just being like super noisy. And I know I've gone to sign up for something and then a kid wants something or get distracted. Um, yes. And the podcasts are just like, they're waiting for you in their little bubble. So I think it's just such an important, powerful medium. Um, I think you bring up a powerful point about getting distracted. So that's kind of the other beautiful piece about podcasts. When you're going through on your show notes, and you're talking about like, um, you know, okay, I read this book and this book impacted me so much and blah, 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 blah. You can cite that book in your show notes. So if somebody's listening and they're like, oh yeah, I want to go back to that. They don't have to just solely remember, rely on their memory. They can go into your show notes and there it is. Oh yeah, that's that book she was talking about. Okay. Yeah. That's her website. Okay. There's her Facebook group she was talking about and they can access all that information at their fingertips and they don't have to try to remember. And even if they do get distracted, they know where to find that information. It's in that episode. They're not scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram, trying to find that link again. It's already right there in their podcast queue. Yeah, I love that. It reminds me of like when I first started coaching, one of my very first coaches introduced me to the book called The Big Leap um, by Gay Hendricks. Mm. It's an awesome book if you haven't read it. And they talk about like upper limits. Okay where we like start to self-sabotage kind of like I was saying, you know, like I'm launching divine feminine revolution. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is really happening. Like I'm leaving a legacy. Like it's powerful. Like I'm showing up yeah. in a new way. And then we go like, like <laughs> I'm scared of this <laughs> or I'm scared of this positive thing. And we start to kind of like freak out and we, you know, in therapy, yeah. we call it like self-sabotage, but it's really just like, we don't know how to be 10% happier, 20% more successful or 30% more visible or whatever. And so we start going, yeah. our nervous system is like WTF, you know, like, yeah. Now. Um, and so I think that's where you have been a godsend for me is like, you know, like, how do I do this? What's next? Um, so I highly recommend hiring someone. I'm sure you could hire Tiffany, recommend her. Yes. Um, so like, 
do you, would you suggest people DIY it? Like who are the people to DIY and who are the people to hire out? Like who do you, how do you recommend? I would always say hire something, some piece of it out. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because there's so many aspects and you know, I think we ran into a little bump with when we came into our destinations and it was nice for you to be able to say, okay, I've actually hit this bump and I don't, I, I didn't understand. I didn't know what was going to happen. And now you have that trusted person that you can rely on. So, you know, even if everything goes seamless, you have that person that you can keep saying, is that normal? Should I be doing that? Is that right? You know, and they're already in, they're already on your team. So they're happy to let you know and, and cheer you on and say, Oh, no problem. Got this. Or I've got the answer. Or, you know, if they don't know, they've got a guy, you know? So I think there's something invaluable to having somebody on your team with such a big project. It is a big chunk to chew off. Once you've done it all a couple of times, it's easy peasy. But those first couple of times, it's a lot of work. And and I always recommend people to launch with at at least three episodes. And you know what? If you have something on the side, I always recommend making a commercial for yourself So I would say, you know, let's pop that in the middle of your episode. Let's pop it at the end of your episode, wherever you think. But, um, you know, it's just, like I said, it's a big chunk to bite off. Yes, you can DIY it. Yes, you can try to figure it out. Um, You will be tempted to get so many different coaches, though. And you will be tempted to, you know, sign up for all these subscriptions and programs. And really, you're always just getting a fraction of what you need. So if anybody wants to do it, DIY it, Pat Flynn is a huge name in the podcast industry. If you want to go binge all of his episodes on YouTube and figure out how to podcast, great. If you're, if you're a very self-motivated person, if you, you know, can keep yourself on deadlines, that kind of thing. The other thing that I would say it's really important when you're considering your podcast, decide, can, can you do once a week? Is that a schedule you can keep up with? Whatever schedule is that you can keep up with, that's the schedule you should set. So if you really want four, but you know you're too busy, do two. That will make it more manageable for you. Yeah. And I would recommend like we batched a bunch of episodes. Like I think I counted them out and we have like 35 episodes already. So even if I like couldn't do an episode, a new one for a month, like I've got plenty and it really made it. So I was super committed to it because I used to all the time. <laughs> and it was a great networking thing. Like part of my power is in my relationships. And so being able to like you know, connect with these women. I've been working on the mindset that every conversation converts. Um, so, you know, as I'm getting, you know, it's like now I have all these business besties and, you know, like they know me and they did something vulnerable. They like share their story um, with me. And of course they're going to also, you know, share it to their community. So it's a great, just like kind of get the word out thing. You know, I think you bring up another piece that's really important is that like a lot of times we pay the big bucks to like hire the coaches to like teach us these things. But sometimes it's easier just to hire like your support people. Cause I know like as a psychologist, I DIY'd a lot of it myself. Like I use billing software. I did this, this, and this, but like, it makes more sense to pay someone, um, a lesser amount an hour to actually do the work that I don't like to do back to pleasure-based business. Then you need to like watch all the YouTube videos or hire the like, you know, thousands of dollar coach to like, maybe teach me to do something that like I still don't want to do or maybe not very good at (laughs) and so like when you DIY it like you're getting thin results you know and so I think that's been a big shift for me being like a solopreneur to just go like okay um you know that's something I need to invest in is like I need to wrap my head around that like as I get bigger and bigger like I'm gonna have a staff 
And I saw that from my dear friend who owns um, a holistic treatment center. Like she started wanting to do it all by herself. And now she's got like, she's going to be on the podcast later. She's got four different organizations. She's got like a staff of probably like 20, 30 people guessing, you know? And so like she became a CEO, like legit. And so I think sometimes as coaches, we just like, you know, and it's a trauma response to want to do it all yourself. And so I think it's so powerful. And I love to hire other women entrepreneurs because then you're also supporting them and their family yeah. and it's going to their communities. And it just like feels so good. And they help you and you don't have to do this, <laughs> you do, which is the best part about it. Like, <laughs> I'm sold. I'm, I'm, I'm converted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference for sure. And just like I said, just have that support system. If nothing else, you know, they're getting through, getting you through those nuts and bolts of the pieces that you really don't want to do. Um, and, and using your time wisely, you know, it is keeping you in that pleasure space so that you're not like kind of dipping in and out, you know, like, oh yeah, now I got to do this part that I absolutely hate. Whereas with me, it's a phone call to me like, Hey, um, you're still going to do that, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> and you get to stay in the pleasure area. <laughs> Yeah. And then just like the reminders of like, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. <laughs> so like, hey, you're like, Hey, you want to do this? And I'm like, Oh, that's a thing. Oh, okay. You know, or like, Oh, we needed to be in that dimension. And so just like anything, there's such a learning curve to it. that mm-hmm. I think especially dealing with technology, I tried to like learn my own funnel and that was <laughs> like to set it all up and hook it up and have it for sale. Um, and I did figure it out, but like I spent many a sleepless night, like on YouTube, I had to like call in some favors with people who like actually knew what the <laughs> fuck was going on. You know? And I could have just like hired someone easily to just set that up and it would have taken them like no time mm-hmm. at all, you know? And I know. So, I know. Sometimes we have to learn the hard way for sure. Um, well, and sometimes I think too that like, I mean, I feel like you're pretty confident just like I am. And so I think that we think it's almost like an ego thing, right? Like I can figure this out. I don't, I don't need to hire anybody. I can figure it out. But if you think, if you hired it out, it would have already been done and you would have saved yourself a lot of time. But you know, sometimes we get stuck in, I, I get stuck in that anyways, where I'm like, no, 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 I can figure it out. I can figure it out. I know I can't, I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's like a luxury, you know, and to like have a support system and to have like a shared experience. I mean, I think that that's really um, helpful. And whether it's like hiring a coach or hiring a VA or hiring a podcast person, like, First of all, it's all like business deductions anyway. So yeah. you can either give it to the government or you can have like someone help you make you so much more successful than you would have been <laughs> if you had DIY'd it, right? So Yes, I was gonna touch on that earlier and I forgot. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's a deduction. So help yourself out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And think about like the billable hours you could get back. Um you know, cause I'm sure you've gotten really fast at editing for the most part, but like, it's still like, you have to kind of babysit the process. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not something that even if you're a great editor, it just takes time. Right. Well, and some people use software to edit and I don't, I use my, I, I use myself. Um, but I think that there's a lot more value in that because if you run it through the software, it's going to take out some stuff, but it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't have the intelligence behind it. you right. So just, it's, it's, it's um, apple picking just those pieces that it's supposed to pick where sometimes an um is okay in a, in a, in a sentence. Sometimes it sounds good when it's in there, especially if there's a lot of space before and there's a lot of space after. And that person can really convey that they're thinking about the next thing that they want to say. They're being intentional. They're being thoughtful. And so I think that there's something to be said about um, 
you were you were saying sorry that you know i could become faster and i definitely have become faster but that you still have to babysit it and i definitely have to babysit it because it's not going through a software i'm doing it so um you know there's different different things you can hire out and there's different price points for those things but i think it's also wise to be aware of oh i'm gonna hire this company and they set up through the software and it just does everything for them and it's it only takes five minutes and they charge me a lot less well that's fine but just remember you know it could be taking out some of the relationship some of the connection in their voice inflection or in the sake of the conversation itself so i think just things to be aware of you know when you're hiring pieces out and i think that human touch is so important because like a computer is not going to be able to understand the nuances of communication (laughs) so i think that's a great point i've also like listened to podcasts where like the intro is like really loud and then the sound quality like shifts over and like some of those things um you know like it's fine. Like you get better as you go kind of thing. But like, I know it's kind of like when a website page is loading and it takes a long time to load, like yeah. we're just not that forgiving. No. <laughs> right. I know when I listened to the first episode, I was like, Oh, like it sounds so smooth. And, oh, good. Like, sounded good. And like, it was just like a really different experience um, to have it like professionally like vetted and, you know, like when you picked out the audiogram clip, I thought you picked out like a fabulous clip that oh, good. Like encapsulated like the story of what she was talking about. And it was like, like you picked out a moment that was like her telling a story about like a transformation from start to finish. And I was like, yes, like that gives you, like it leaves you wanting more. Mm-hmm. And so like I did price out other people, including like, you know, bigger companies that like hire some of those things out. But for me, it's like always important to support like women business entrepreneurs. And that's what I think the divine feminine revolution is about. Like, we don't want to just hand it all to, over to big corporations. You know, we want to like support, um, you know, local families, local communities, like local women who are doing it because yeah, like you might have the destiny to grow and grow and grow, like we said, you know, but there's also like, we need to make sure that solopreneurs are successful as well. And you know, that's where I want to spend my money is with a solopreneur. Yeah. Well, cool. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. It's fun to connect with everyone and just kind of see where they come from. And Um, I think that is a lot of smaller businesses. I think we all want to support each other, you know, like it's fun to see somebody else succeed and it's fun to support somebody else and see their journey too. So yeah, I appreciate that. It's been a good partnership so far. Yeah. And so, uh, and you handled my freak out so well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, am I being a bitch? And it's just one of those things, you know, like we're so scared as women to like come off as like bitchy or to like ask for help. I think, you know, as far as like creating media to be like heard, to be seen and heard, it's like so freaking vulnerable. And so like to really put your body of work out there, like you're leaving a legacy. And I think that's super powerful. And so I think, you know, whether you're the host of a podcast, like we both have ours or like, if you're in a supporting role, like I just feel like it's so powerful in the sense that we're like legit, like changing the paradigm and we're changing society really by putting yeah. these ideas out there. So I always ask people, as you know, um, in the podcast, like what's their vision for the future? Like, what do you think will happen as, you know, the divine feminine revolution happens is like more, more and more women get to rise with time and financial freedom. Like what's your version of that? Tell us. Well, um, I think that it's great to see women, um, you know, gaining a lot more powers and it almost, in a sense, it, it, it has some similarities to Black Lives Matter because, um, 
it's almost not spoken about. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting to, you know, the divine um, feminine revolution. I think it's great that, you know, women, women voices are being heard. They're adding to the, the conversation and it's fun to see everybody. It's fun to see the women get the recognition that they deserve, you know, because some women, um, work really hard and they make those sacrifices, but there's a double standard, right? And then they're getting paid less. So I just think it's kind of cool that that's all coming out right now. Um, I think that everybody, especially with COVID, a lot of women have started their own businesses, have really revamped what they want life to look like for them. And I think a lot of us are getting more balance, you know, cause we say when we say what, who we're going to talk to, we say what the content is about. We say how everything's going to go down. We don't have corporate America over us saying, nope, you have to do step one, then step two, then step three. We are taking the bull by the horns and we are saying we are here. There's something to say and, you know, watch out because here we go. <laughs> I love that. That's totally the spirit of it. And I remember when COVID first hit, we like the very first part where we were like on lockdown and there was this part of me that's like, this is amazing. Like I get to stay at home. Like I was lucky to still be able to do like virtual sessions, but I was home with my like daughter and my husband and like my beautiful house, like in nature. And it was like, I mean, amidst the like crisis vibe, which was definitely right. present, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but it was like a really just on the microscopic, you know, in our little environment, like it was like a very like peaceful moment because we got more time with each other. And, you know, like I'm all about, um, making money and some financial freedom. But like, for me, it was really about like time freedom because, you know, as a solopreneur, like with my private practice, you know, like if I was having a bad day, I was like, well, I still have to go work because if I don't work, I don't make money, you know? Right. I think having like a podcast set up for you where it's doing the client attraction work, Mm -hmm. um, setting up passive income, online education courses, like there's so much money to be made. And for me, it's like a social impact thing. Like, you know, I've spent like the past 10, 15 years, like healing individually and with groups, like so many women. And like, so I've just seen these like trends and I've like, know what works. And I've gotten all this wisdom out of those experiences of listening to people's inner thoughts and their struggles and how they overcome it and getting to be witness and help people transform those things. And so like, that's wisdom that like, I can just sell you, like I can give you the, (laughs) you know, (laughs) read the podcast episodes. Right. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily like, like, there is power in telling your story, which obviously is like a huge part of this podcast. Like that is powerful to be witnessed in that, but it's also powerful just to get like the wisdom, like, you know, your story is my story and my story is your story. So like, you know, it's like kind of like a shortcut, like straight up download into how you change your life, you know, and that's immediately where I was hooked. And so that's where I think like from a psychology point of view, they talk about like, we really need to kind of change what's fucked up about society and like, you know, fix some of these systemic things that are making people sick versus trying to fix people one-on-one. And so that's what I think is really exciting about the paradigm shift of people having their own media platforms. They can write their own book. They can have their own YouTube Mm -hmm. channel. They can have their own podcast and it's like not locked away in the ivory tower and you don't necessarily have to have health benefits. Like all you have to do is like subscribe to a podcast or subscribe to a channel. Yeah. yeah, By the way, like, and subscribe. (laughs) while we're doing it. Um, but you know, it's really powerful and it cuts out like the middleman. And so I think like, you know, knowledge to the people is like, what's going to make this world a better, happier, healthier, safer place. Um, 
tell us a little bit about um how can we work with you like from someone who's like a newbie like they've got the passion pull to do the podcast but they like maybe haven't even listened to podcasts or they don't know what to start or they feel like it's too expensive or too hard like how could you overcome those objections and like how do you you know sort of like wrangle people in when they're thinking about it okay well um i was so i have on my website i have this page that is helps you get ready okay and a quick rundown for what's on the page is what are you going to talk about so what is your content do you have more than seven episodes worth of something to say you know how are you going to sustain this podcast um, your podcast artwork, what do you want it to look like? It also has the specs in here for people because that changes from time to time with, um, with Apple. Uh, everything changes from time to time. I feel like every other day with Apple. <laughs> um, and then there has, uh, if, if you're going to record remotely, how do you do that? Right? Like, okay, I know I really want to interview people, but what does that look like? Or maybe I don't want to interview people. So just to kind of have a plan in place, now how to cut up the junk. How to edit? What software are you going to use for that? What does that look like? How much time would something like that take? Um, it has the high end goodbyes, so the intro and the outro. How to pick your music? Where to get royalty free music? That's a huge thing. You guys cannot use any music that is licensed or copyright unless you have the rights to it. Um, and then the details, the show notes. What's going to go in your show notes? Do you want to talk about your website? Do you want to talk about your Facebook group? Do you just want to make a quick little snippet about what your episode is about? So you get to decide on that. And then get social. So are you going to be on, on your, are you going to be on Facebook? Are you going to be on Instagram? What does that look like? How often are you going to post? It's good to have these things in place and be thinking about it. Like, what am I really committing to? And then it does stand here too, as far as a schedule, if you think you can do once a month, just do once a month, do something that your listeners, your subscribers can predict and look forward to. So we know bachelor's going to come on every Tuesday night, right? <laughs> Our bachelorette. Um, it's going to come on every Tuesday night, but if it was like sometimes on Thursday and sometimes on Saturday and once in a while, you know, that that's not fun. That's not, we're creatures of habit of schedule and we like to know when things are going to happen, a little bit of predictability. So I would just say, pick a schedule you can keep to. Um, and then there's just some extra things on the bottom as far as where you can get the royalty for your free music an interface, headphones, a microphone, whatever you would want to use for the podcast, just to increase sound quality. But normally I just try to go over those points with them, get them thinking. And then also on my website, there is another page you can download and it kind of gives you a template for your actual podcast episode. So maybe things you would want to mention, you know, three aspects that you'd want to really hit on during your interview. Um, there's a little spot for research. If you need to look up that person's social handles, or you actually need to look up the author, just some kind of book or whatever. And then when you feel confident, you're more likely to stay on that schedule. When you're kind of loosey-goosey and you're all over, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I mean, maybe, I don't know. You know, it's a lot easier to go, okay, I'm just going to skip just one week, just one week. And then one week becomes three weeks. And then before you know it, you've hit the podcast fade. <laughs> so I would just be intentional, you know, have a little thought process behind, you know, what the intention is, what you want to be talking about, how you're going to execute it. And then, um, you know, hit record and hope for the best. <laughs> Yeah. And I think just with any kind of like coaching or investment, like a big part of it is just the accountability piece, you know, mm -hmm. like, 
we tend to serve other people. I know when I was working for agencies, like I always had my stuff done on time because I never wanted to get in trouble. But then when I was the boss and I wasn't necessarily <laughs> going to hold myself accountable, I'm like, oh, well, maybe tomorrow, you know, I'll get it done. So it's great to have someone, you know, who's providing that structure and accountability and a deadline. Um, because I think it just makes the partnership work. Because I mean, it's just true for most people. We are more beholden to other people <laughs> with structure lines than other people, you know. And I think for me, like even just investing in in your services, like I'm committed to doing it. And for me, the because I am a little more loosey goosey. Obviously, you know that now, Tiffany. <laughs> um, like it really helped to like pre-record all those because I'm like ahead of it, and so it let me do my natural. Some episodes, like some weeks I had five episodes, some I didn't have any, you know, so it let me go with my natural flow, but now we can kind of like stay ahead of it, um, to be able to have those like regular weekly releases. So, yeah, um, obviously go check out the mind feminine revolution podcast. Obviously you're already listening to this, so (laughs) you're halfway there or you are there You can keep listening. We appreciate you. And then Tiffany, tell us like for people who want to hire you, like tell us where to find you and all the goods. Sure. So I am at www.virtuallyyouva, as in virtualassistant.com. You can find me, my Instagram handle and my Facebook handle are the same. It is virtuallyyoupodcastva, and you'll find me. And then I have a, there's actually a group too. So if you, two ways to find my group, it's called Podcast Possibilities on Facebook. Um, or if you listen to Memories of the Beat, which is my podcast, it's always in my show notes. So either way you can find me. That's so awesome. And I love the virtually you part because like, that is the beauty of it. You know, like, you, you know, as women, I think we have this like superwoman thing of like, I need to be all the places and do all the things. And, you know, um, it's almost like we wear busy as a badge of honor. And that's really like much more masculine energy than feminine energy. And so I think part of it is like really um, to be in our power and delegate uh, and and get assistance because like we know like with raising kids it like takes a village like well you know like with any project or business like it's 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 your baby too <laughs> so you're That's right gonna, you're gonna need help <laughs> um, <laughs> but don't think that it's too hard to do because it definitely is doable um, you know and I would highly recommend you know, hiring someone to help you like manifest your vision because, you know, the world needs to hear from you. And, you know, it's a great way to just be part of the zeitgeist. I'll put the links in the show notes and, you know, we'll definitely check out some of those resources. I know I need to probably double back and (laughs) check out a few things on my own. I'm like, wow, that sounds really, uh, really good. Uh, I didn't do my homework. (laughs) (laughs) um and and checking out some of those things but yeah like beautiful thank you so much for coming on here and I think it's so powerful to like empower women to follow their dreams and tell their stories and to just like contribute to the knowledge base is so powerful well thank you so much for the opportunity and I look forward to continuing to get some good podcasts out for you okay awesome thanks everybody and we'll see you next time bye Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.